Are you a woman, entrepreneur, business owner, or producer that is tired and weary from the grind of seeking success? What if I told you there's a better way to get what you desire, impact the kingdom of God, serve others, and build financial freedom, all from a place of rest? Welcome to the faith-based podcast that helps usher you out of today's hustle culture and into restful business bliss. Rest Girl. Welcome to episode three of the Rest Girl podcast. I am your host, Candace Jenkins, and today we are going to talk about serving God outside of the sanctuary and what that means in our career as uh, driven career business entrepreneurial women, what that means. So uh, guys, I have been, God has just highlighted this to me all week long. And so today when I get, when I sit down, I'm like, Hey God, what do you want the podcast to be about? You know, speak to me. And, um, (laughs) it's like, he's like, Hey, I've already told you, you know? And then he, he just, he highlighted it again in, um, you know, in my Bible reading today. And so I am going to go off of one verse. That's all we need today. Okay. And just stick around and listen to this amazing uh, download. I'm so excited to talk about it because this tripped me up majority of my career. I really did not start comprehending what God wanted and what God was saying through me as it correlated with my career and serving him and, and really doing his ministry. So this, the scripture today is 1 Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So what does that mean for your career? Everything. I used to separate the two. I separated my career from my personal life, from my ministry, what I felt like God called me to do. I felt like they were all separate. I felt like my faith, um, while it came up sometimes in my meetings and in career and in my career, it surely wasn't something that I focused on. It was not, um, I did not focus on God taking where the career and, and the position he had placed me in I did not take that and say, you know, God, work work through me in this. I didn't do that. I separated them. I strived, um, not thrived. I strived. I strived in that career. And while I had some success, I, I was so burnt out and just running ragged and not operating out of the Holy Spirit's strength. I was operating out of my own strength. And it was because of this very thing. It was because I was not meshing God and the career he had called me to. I thought that because I wasn't called to be a pastor, I wasn't called to be a minister, I wasn't called to be a missionary, that for some reason my career was a, a byproduct. It was just a side, side item something that God gave me to do to pass the time, to build wealth, uh, to support my family, and not really some a ministry. But that is 
so far from the truth. And if you can, if you can get this, if you can get this word today, if you can get it, it will completely transform your life, not just your business, your life. So, um, what's in a career? So many of us feel like our work lives and our ministry or our God life are incompatible. We think like, how can we glorify God? How can we glorify God when we're sitting, you know, behind an insurance desk, for instance, um, I am in insurance. <laughs> you may be in another industry. You probably are. How can I glorify God? You know, I'm working, I have coworkers, I, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm picking up trash on the street. I'm cutting hair. I'm teaching school, whatever it is. How can you glorify God? And, um, I am, I was reminded in <laughs> the devotional. And so I am ad-libbing some of this devotional today because it is, it was like God just completely, you know, you have those days, those times, and honestly, they should be every day. Um, but you have those times where like God just like, he's so good. He speaks right to you. He really does. If you listen, if you seek him and you're seeking the truth, he, he speaks to you. Um, so really this, it just, it, it like jumped out at me, this devotional today that was tied with the scripture, um, you know, is making a difference for him reserved for special people such as pastors and missionaries. Uh, today, I hope you realize that you can make a difference for Christ wherever you are and in whatever career and business he has called you to, you can take a difference. You can make a difference in that. Um, everything is just, it's a result. People can see Christ through you and how you serve your clients, how you serve those around you, your coworkers, your employees, how you serve those people. They will either see Christ or they will not see Christ. And that's through your character. That's one of your greatest assets is your character. You can bring that to your career, to your work. And if you have a high character of integrity, people, and you call yourself a Christian, people will associate your character with you calling yourself a Christian. That can either be a very, very amazing thing, or if your character is shaky, it can be a very, very scary thing because you could lead someone to or away from Christ just based off of your character. So it's really an opportunity to impact others around you, right? How you act, your integrity, your morals, what you stand for, and your unwavering character is, pe people notice that. They really do. They notice it, especially in like a sea of, 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 of others that may be lacking uh, high standards. People will notice that. The second is your attitude. Your attitude about work, about your career, about your day, about your morning, about your drive-in, right? About your clients. That, that work, it starts with acknowledging that God instituted your work. When he first gave Adam, when he first created Adam, he placed him in the garden for a specific purpose. 
not just to enjoy it, not just to, you know, have the fruit and, um, you know, just sit there and, you know, take it all in while that was part of the blessing and part of the plan. Absolutely. He also, he also created Adam and Eve to work and take care of the garden that he had given him and given them. He called them to take care of it. And I think a lot of people think that work is a result of the fall. Work is a result, you know, that's our punishment, right? And it's not. It's not God God called us to work. Anytime I ever get um like confused or like what what is the actual purpose here? Like I love to go back to Genesis and look at his initial design in the beginning of Genesis. Like what was God's initial plan? What did he, what was his intention with, with us, with humanity? What was his intention and why did he create us? And then when I can go back to those very, and it simplifies everything. We go back to the basics and it simplifies the whole point, the whole purpose. We are called to enjoy. We are called to um, multiply. We are called to work and enjoy it. And then, you know, sin happened and that ruined a lot of things, but we are still called to those things, those foundational pieces that God originally designed us for. So if we can kind of get back to that, uh, what a difference. Uh, relationships. You know, your work is full of relationships. And Romans twelve eighteen says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. John 4, 7, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The greatest witness you will have at work, in your career, as an entrepreneur, out serving the community, the greatest witness is how you love other people. They will notice that. People didn't change when Jesus was here, people didn't change because Jesus condemned them or judged them. People changed because Jesus loved them. He loved them. And love is what changes people. And just because, side note, just because you love somebody doesn't mean that you're compromising. It doesn't mean that you love their sin. It doesn't mean that you love sin. It means I love you in spite of your sin, because I'm a sinner too, and we all sin, but we are called to love one another because Christ loves us, right? So uh, I wanted to point that out because that also gets confused sometimes. Um, Excellence. People are watching to see if you are a genuine Christian. If you are a genuine follower of Christ, even if they don't know exactly what that means, they're watching you. They're watching you, and no matter where you are, others are watching to determine if your faith is real or, or, or if you are an imposter, right? Are you just saying that you're a Christian, or are you acting it out every day? And one of the best ways that you can do that is to work with excellence. First, first Corinthians, this is our verse today, 1031 says, Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. The glory of God. 
and that requires excellence, right? Your experience. God uses all of the experiences in your life to bring him glory. So even if you messed up, oh my gosh, how many times have I messed up and been like, oh, oh no. <laughs> like I, I sinned, I sinned bad. It's noticeable. Like, like, oh my gosh, I just ruined my testimony. And God is like, no, no, you didn't ruin it. You did not ruin it. I'm going to use that. I'm going to trade beauty for ashes. I'm going to replace that, right? That sin that you're no longer a part of, that I've healed you from, I'm going to use that to show that others who are in the same situation you were in, who are in the same sin you were in, they have a way out. But it requires us sharing that. It requires us sharing our testimony. It requires us professing that. Right? Rest. Remember. Rest. Six days you shall labor, do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath day to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. Ugh. Work loses its luster when it becomes a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week focus. A weekly 24-hour fast from your phone, your computer, your emails, your correspondence, your response to clients. I know, oh man, I know that this is the reason why I started this podcast, right? I know this, and some of you know this so well. You think everything's a fire, everything's urgent. Uh, oh my gosh, if I don't reply, I am not going to win this account. I'm not going to get this client. Uh, how am I going to pay my bills? You know, like you can tailspin into a million different what if scenarios, but it all goes back to what we talked about last week in trusting God, trusting God. And God calls you to rest. He does. He calls you to rest. He calls you to rest even while you're working, right? Rest in him, rest in his peace. And then also taking a day, taking a period of time to just not be working on work. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your family. And some people, and I used to say this too, oh, I really love work. I love work. Like I, I love being productive. I love doing something. I love, you know, helping clients and, and making deals and, and saving them money and whatever it is. I love that. Um, that's great but you also need a break. So taking that 24 hour period and doing that, uh, it's gonna change. It's gonna change things for you. So another way that God reminded me, oh my goodness, this week of this very topic, and I'm gonna read this. This is uh, someone's post on Instagram. And um, I just, I saved it because it was like, so good. It was so good. Um, and it was um, from Raised to Stay. So I want to give her credit here. Um, but it was, this one is for those doing holy work outside of a sanctuary. Your mission looks different, but you carry the same gospel. 
You minister in classrooms and boardrooms as you serve the least of these and support the most of these. Loving those who have nothing and guiding those who have everything. Your sermons flow through lesson plans, medical reports, your prayers are whispered over a scared patient or a frustrated coworker or employee, and your worship flows from your car in rush hour. Ministry is wherever you are and wherever you go, because you know the one who breaks chains and sets captives free, and you don't need tight title of pastor to proclaim his name. Don't let anyone tell you staying home with your babies, serving coffee in your community, backing groceries, coaching, creating, being an entrepreneur, a business owner, isn't ministry. He has given you a field and workers, and he trusts you with the harvest. Guys, catch that. He trusts you with the harvest. Let's not cheapen that. Thank you for being the hands and feet of Jesus in unexpected places. For being on mission and commission where people are most vulnerable. You are the best of us and you go undercover and undetected as ambassadors of Christ. What a gift you are to the church. You are the church. The church is not a building. You are the church. Your pastor Monday to Friday in a world suspicious of Sunday. We need your ministry. I have goosebumps. I don't know about you, but that is like I'm tearing up, guys, because for so long, I did not. I wasn't doing this right. You know, I was not. I was not co-laboring with Christ. I was missing the point. And I am sure others feel the same. And so my, my whole encouragement today from today's podcast is just, I hope you know that you're impactful. I hope you know that people are watching you even if you don't think they are. I hope you know that there's people admiring you and I hope you know that there's people looking at you and they're saying, wow, um, she does amazing things. And I hope that that also lights a fire under you to know that I I can't do this on my own. If I'm going to do this right, it has to be Christ through me. It has to be. You will never make the impact you want to make. You will never impact the kingdom of God without Christ. You need him. And he chose you to do what you're doing in this moment and impact those that he's placed in your care. There's hurting people out in the world everywhere. And I'm sure you come in contact with them all the time through your career, through your work, through your business. I know that I do. And if you can show them Christ, then you have done your job. I'm going to close out in a prayer. Lord, 
I thank you so much for these women. And I just, I pray that this message impacts them as much as it impacts me. Let this be a daily constant reminder, Father, that we are called to ministry, every single one of us. And ministry looks different for everybody. You have called us to minister to the hurting and the broken around us, Father God. God, let us trust that you have led us to the place that we are called to be, to the place that we are called to help and minister to those around us. Father, let us serve. Let us serve in a mighty way. Let us serve those that you have placed in our care. And Lord, let us, let us just take everything that you have taught us and God, let us run with it in our businesses, in our community, as moms, as women, as entrepreneurs, Father God, that you would lead the business you have entrusted to us. This is your business. We are co-laboring with you, God, and we just ask that you would lead us every day, every moment, and you would show Christ through us to those around us. We thank you. We are so grateful to be a part of this. And Lord, we ask for your provision and your protection over our lives, over the businesses you've entrusted us to, over our careers. And we just ask that the ministry would grow because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.